0: I've seen things you people wouldn't believe. Alright, welcome back everyone to the third episode of the Best Thing We've Seen podcast. My name is Flo.
1: And as always, I'm Gabe, or not. As always,
0: (laughs) as he hits the microphone. (laughs) We're very professional. uh, This is also new to me. (laughs) It shouldn't be anymore. This is the third time we're professionals. Every time it's like the first time. (laughs) Yes, it is. How are you? (laughs)
1: Uh, I'm fine. I'm fine. Um, You you sound excited. I'm incredibly excited. Because... We do this way too early. <laughs> I know it's,
0: it's it's way too early. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it got up like an hour ago. Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to share what time it is. Oh, it could be any time. Could be any time. Yeah. It's, it's seven the- a.m. <laughs> <laughs> so, um before we get into the show, the first thing that we have to talk about is our new cover design, which is something that we're incredibly excited about, and um, we have to be, uh, say a huge thank you to our friend Laura who designed the whole thing. We, uh, we just gave her like a quick idea and she produced this wonderful thing and we're so grateful for her and it's it's amazing so
1: it looks really great i mean you're gonna see it if you want to watch this episode it's gonna be live coming live together with this episode yeah and she did it in quite a short time which makes it even more amazing and yeah if you do know what we look like which probably most of you do. Um, you're gonna see quite a resemblance in our silhouettes that you're gonna see in a cover art, which is just great how she did that. Yeah, yeah.
0: I I didn't expect it to be anything uh, like this to look. I because I we had the idea of like having two people like watching a screen, but I didn't know that she was actually gonna draw us and you can actually yeah. like recognize us, which is incredible. So Laura, thank you so much again. We've thanked her a lot in person, but we we want to thank you on the record as well for sure yeah so um i quite like the old design as well i gotta be honest but it's obviously i am not i don't want to compare it to the new one but we'll, we'll, well, keep, we'll keep it around for like uh, other other reasons maybe the the old design maybe we'll the new have, one is just
1: more slick much, oh, i love dude, it's it better in every way yeah. for
0: sure it's it's incredible so thank you so much laura yeah thank you um another thing that we have to talk about is that this is the first episode that we're recording after we published our first episode,
1: and now our second,
0: and now our second episode as well. How was the reaction for for from your friends and family?
1: Uh, better than I hoped, actually, and also the views have been way higher than I hoped. The but listens, <laughs> listens, yeah, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Uh, I mean, it's low compared to a normal podcast, but it's of course the yeah. numbers exceeded uh, our uh, first expectations by. Quite a bit. For sure. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we don't expect those numbers to stay consistent because it got to stay positive. It's going got to stay positive. It's going to be great from here on out. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a thousand views every month, every yeah. week. Sorry.
0: Listen. listens, listens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Come on. I'm so sorry. Funny. I know. I know. I'm just teasing you. Because you view our beautiful cover art now. That's true. It's yeah. beautifully said. Yeah. yeah. That's the best thing that we've yeah. seen that cover art. <laughs> <laughs> just listen to it to
1: without audio. Just look at it <laughs> about an hour. <laughs>
0: yeah but um yeah i didn't expect any like any kind of response like this so we're very very happy and and thankful and grateful for for your feedback and everything yeah. and also uh as we mentioned the, in the last episode that we um we were like a couple of days before the academy awards and now this is obviously the first episode that we're recording after the academy awards um yeah what did you make of them what did you make of the of the upsets and the results and uh, and everything
1: Well, I don't know which were the big upsets.
0: I don't know what Parasite winning... It's not an upset, but it's sort of a...
1: Uh, I think it's quite the opposite. It's quite the popular vote. Right, but I Um, I mean
0: upset by intern. Like, uh, no one expected it, really.
1: Um, I mean, I think it's great for them. I think it's great that a foreign film has won the Academy Award for Best Picture. Um, I do not necessarily agree that it was the Best Picture, because although... What would you have chosen? I probably would have chosen nineteen seventeen. I yeah, really loved the film. <laughs> yeah. I think Well that that was sort
0: of the one that everyone expected it to be. Yeah. Or if you if you went by the results from the other cat from the other from the award season, like mm-hmm. the globes and stuff, that nineteen seventeen was the one that sort of I think they won best drama.
1: Yeah. And which one did uh, which uh, won best comedy? Which was that's a good question. Once upon a time in Hollywood?
0: Uh, I don't think so. That's a good question. What was what were the other films like nominated? Best. Um, um, well, Marriage Story, right? Comedy.
1: <laughs> a very I'm gonna look big, it up real quick. Just in general, uh, films were nominated. Um, Joker, great comedy.
0: Right, which yeah, you got. To put that. inspiring that's, comic. And it's. <laughs> um. Drama motion picture. There it is. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Yeah. I'm sorry. Right. Yep. I didn't expect, I didn't see that, yeah. I
1: think the movie would have also deserved the best picture. Yeah,
0: I was rooting for that one. I wasn't like, I didn't expect it to win, but that was sort of, it was my favorite film of the ones dominated. I would say.
1: What did you think of the results? I mean, uh, we both agree about Parasite, uh, that we both think it's a great movie, but it was just a little bit too hyped.
0: Yeah, well, I've been a fan of the director for a long time and I was like, it took us a while to get the movie in Austria. Mm-hmm. So we heard all the buzz and it was like incredible because I've, it's like the highest rated film on, on some social media sites and some movie network sites and stuff. And that hype sort of, you know, it, it's always difficult to sort of live up to that hype. And it didn't live up to that hype for me, even though I really liked the film. I just don't quite understand why everyone thinks it's like the best film ever made. Mm-hmm. But I'm so happy for the for the director for Bong, Jung, Bong Joon-ho yeah. because he's a he seems like a great guy as well. He I'm seems happy for incredibly
1: him. nice. and He seemed incredibly humbled which I think is just a very cool trait in a director to have. Yeah, especially when you look at uh, I don't know the directors that were nominated, who are, I think most of them uh, seem more convinced by their work, right like i don't know i deserve this i could win and he just came you on stage so? no i think none of them would have been that surprised if they won sure i what? mean we'll all claimed um directors sure like scorsese tarantino or sam mendes even
0: he was the one who was like also the front runner I yeah. would say.
1: and then uh, for bang jung-ho to win uh, best director i think was his first
0: academy i think it to was win, screenplay. or
1: screenplay and he
0: just seemed uh, so surprised it's, yeah, he seems like a great guy. So I'm I'm happy for him. And um, the other categories, I think they were, there wasn't any big surprise. I, no, think I, I agree Joker with most won. of them,
1: except maybe visual effects. Because as much as I love 1917, I think uh, a film like Avengers Endgame, for example, did a way bigger job just on a bigger scale of doing visual effects and way more complex and i mean it's we don't way know more cgi
0: we don't know though because there there are like some youtube videos on the on the vfx on on 1917 and it's most of that stuff is like things that you don't expect it to be cg yeah sure so but i mean end game is like 90 percent cgi right which yeah. but you could argue that the most cgi is not the best cgi i, I agree with you that it looks great um
1: yeah it, 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 <laughs> might not look like the best CGI but that's just because it's on such a big scale and it's way more
0: noticeable than if you hide in the background. Right, right. I'm not saying that it doesn't look good. I'm just saying I think it's um, it's a safer choice or an easier choice to make to say that Endgame deserves it more because you see it obviously. You you know what you're looking for in terms of VFX. And on 1917 for example you don't really know what you're looking for because they're like you know blurring stuff out and removing tire tracks and whatever things you don't really think that the cg
1: okay i mean yeah uh, i'm not an expert in visual no, no either no regard uh but just thinking about the end game, I had two fully cgi characters the incredible hulk
0: yeah Thanos, are and they look great sure you yeah. must have had more than two right
1: but yeah right, sure i mean rocket and so many I more. Know. yeah but and those were uh appeared quite a lot in, throughout the
0: movie yeah sure so yeah and the the yeah the actor categories they were like set from the get go right yeah. it was uh, the Joker, Joaquin Phoenix, it Brad was Pitt for Brad Pitt, yeah. Once
1: upon a time, Judy for uh, Renee Wigger, yeah. R- Judy, for Judy, yeah, and, and uh, Laura Dern for yeah. our
0: Marriage Story, right. So yeah, it was pretty uneventful in terms of that from the the Academy Award. We, we watched it as we as we do every year in a in a cinema, in a full cinema, yeah. and the um yeah it was, it was like. Uneventful, I would say. There were no yeah. big surprises af- like except maybe the Parasite.
1: I think it was a great year just uh, from what was nominated. Yeah. I think I loved every single film that was nominated. Really? Oh, Well, loved. I thought every one of them was good.
0: It was a strong year for sure.
1: Yeah. I'm just trying to remember everything that was nominated. It's a lot. I keep forgetting. It's a lot. I think films, like eight yeah. or nine films,
0: in. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. Um... Right. Do you want to to tell them how how the show works, what we do?
1: All right. So if you're new to this and you've stuck through the first 10-15 minutes without knowing what we're actually going to talk about, thank you. And this is the best thing we've seen, or best thing we've seen, without the the. (laughs) da.
0: You can chuck it in there. (laughs)
1: Uh, And we just talk about the best thing we've seen uh, in the last week or seven days. Uh, This includes uh, films, TV shows, YouTube clips, whatever. Any kind of visual medium. Maybe an art exhibition, right? (laughs) Teaser for later. It's a nice little flashback to the last episode. (laughs) For all the fans out there. (laughs) You know what's going to happen. We know you're out there. Um, So, yeah. So, we're going to kick this off by talking about our top
0: picks of the week. Want to start? No, no, no. It's got to be you, dude. Because this week has been a very, very slow week for me in terms of watching stuff. Um, We we, we talk about it every week, but we, we obviously... Usually we watch at least one new film a week by going to the sneak preview. And that's sort of the only new thing that I've seen. So my choices are very limited this week. So I want you to start us off.
1: All right. Uh, My choice is a film. Yes. Which I do not think you've seen. Okay. Um, I was invited uh, by a friend to go see it because we both loved the director's previous film, which was Your Name. Right. By Makoto Shinkai. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm sorry if I
0: mispronounced it. Yeah. I said it with so much confidence. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hold on, let me think. What I, I've heard about the film that you're talking about, I, I haven't seen it, but I think but you've it,
1: seen your own name, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Good film. Yeah. But, All right, sorry, the, I'm not gonna. Yeah. I'm not gonna. Anyway, the, the
1: new film is <laughs> "Tenggono." <Tinkinoko. laughs> I have no idea if they pronounce it right. Uh, it's "weathering." weathering with, with, you. with you. I'm going yeah. to
0: say that right now. Fuck! I didn't. I had no guts. Um, <laughs> right so where did you see that what was it uh, from Casino okay
1: it was a very limited release I think as far as I saw they had like uh, six showings or something like that I mean maybe they had more it just didn't seem and um, like a third of them were in German and I want to see it in its original version and there was only one date where I actually had time and I was lucky enough um, that a friend of ours Celine managed to book tickets mm-hmm invited me to go see it and beautiful film <laughs> just from the visuals incredibly beautiful i think this kind of movie could be nominated for best uh animated feature
0: well, no. i think it's been out for like months yeah probably yeah. So i think it's probably it's in japan it's probably not i think far. it's yeah. been eligible for like last year's or this yeah. year's academy i don't know if it's going to be el- eligible for next I,
1: mean, year. I do understand if it's not nominated because well i thought the story was very interesting quite cool what is it about um it is about a oh, it's quite a complicated to explain um it's about a boy who run, uh, run, uh, runs away so it's,
0: it's animated um, right you yeah it's that, an then. anime
1: it's an anime Uh he runs away and comes to tokyo and then he meets a girl there and while he comes to tokyo it's always raining It keeps raining it keeps raining the city's getting slowly flooded Sounds and everybody's like... quite unhappy because it's summer and it's been raining for weeks and he kind of finds someone who takes him in and gives him a job writing for a small paper and then he by accident he meets this girl who is a sun girl sunshine girl okay which means if she prays to I don't know Shinto gods um the sun will come out for them. time and he kind of uh uh it's kind of a story of friendship and young love and the city which is constantly under rain everybody's getting quite depressed and then they start a business so if anybody wants some sunshine for an, a wedding birthday whatever they can uh right to the sunshine girl she'll come over okay she'll pray she'll they'll get some right, sunshine. that's interesting yeah it's quite a weird plot as and was your name right yeah sure it does, uh, definitely has quite a bit of similarities have you um, is it like similar in, in animation style it is but kind of on an even grander scale Okay. because uh, most of the film is set in Tokyo and it's done beautiful, beautifully just at the rain and um, the whole landscape and it's quite difficult to describe but there was one scene which I thought was uh just looked incredible uh, I think it's Sanchango or protagonist the boy i don't remember but they're standing on the roof and then looks like as if the camera would uh would move uh is moving uh 360 degrees around them you see uh, all the surrounding area and i thought that just looked amazing to do this in animation i think it must be quite hard especially when you take a grand city like tokyo
0: and all the details yeah beautiful film uh but just, it, is it better than your name? No, no, because that—that's sort of like that was one of the more popular anime films over the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Uh, your name, even though I heard that the director wasn't even happy with the final product, because I'm not quite sure why, but I—I I, I think I remember correctly that it, he wasn't quite happy with it. Even okay. though everyone else seemed to love it. And that's a beautiful film, uh, like a body switch type comedy slash romance sci-fi mm-hmm. thing.
1: Really great premise, just yeah. to explore it, and I think it just works best. Amazing
0: animation. Yeah, that type of story is, is difficult to tell. Otherwise, for sure. Yeah. So it sounds interesting. I'm not, as you know, I'm not the biggest anime, anime or animation f- mm-hmm. fan. So I'm not, I, w- I, wasn't like running out to see Weathering with you. But it, I think it's quite it sounds right. interesting. I mean, love to... a bit of rain.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to be necessarily a fan of anime, but what it does have, what a lot of uh, animes have, is just way too dramatic scenes. It's just. melodramatic uh, times 10 I don't know which kind of took me out of the movie Mm -hmm. because I just couldn't take it seriously at times is it a long movie Uh, like uh, 150 140
0: okay not quite right what minutes or or as a one hour 40 minutes minutes, okay yeah it's a good good cinema to watch stuff like that the film casino yeah film casino is
1: one of few uh, cinemas in Vienna who show anime movies
0: yeah they're seeking out the stuff that other cinemas don't play usually So, what have you watched? Files. Well, my choice is, um, is going to, it sounds kind of, you know, bad, but it's, it, I've seen one film, so I'm going to have to pick that one. But I, I, I enjoyed the film. You know, I'm not going to say, like, it's the best thing I've seen mm-hmm. in, over the last, like, month, but it's, it's the best thing I've seen this week because it's the only thing I've seen. And it's um, Guy Ritchie's new film. It's called The Gentleman, as you know, because we watched it together. <clears throat> that was the last sneak that we saw and it's a film that you know I was looking forward to I'm not a huge Guy Ritchie fan by any means Um, like his more recent stuff uh, didn't really King Arthur right King Arthur and the man from Uncle and stuff Mm -hmm. those are the two most recent things I've seen from him Mm -hmm. and I I enjoyed those but I didn't really love them but the premise of The Gentleman which is like difficult to explain but it's uh,
1: it kind of goes back more to his older films like crime in london yeah or is it london
0: uh crime in britain <laughs> crime in britain yeah but you know the the cast is great and, and the story of like hugh grant is sort of the narrator mm-hmm. kind of guy who writes a script and that script is sort of then told on the screen it's a it's a weird it's a weird kind of plot mm-hmm. but it's a heist it's not really a heist but it's a crime thing as you said and it's about drug trafficking and matthew mcconaughey is sort of the the antagonist mm-hmm. And um, or the protagonist, however you want to, however you know you want to see the film.
1: Well, Matthew McConaughey is more of the good guy in the story, although he is more of an anti-hero.
0: Right, that's uh, that's the best way to describe it, probably. But, but um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I had my problems with it, as I do with most Guy Ritchie films, because it sort of has like a slow middle part. Of, I felt like I love I the the beginning of like you Grant coming into the into the house of charlie Hunnam, and then they started sort of talking about whatever everything that's been happening and everything that's gonna happen and colin farrell is great he
1: was my highlight yeah he was great Mood, yeah he
0: uh his best joke is in the trailer but it, which like, one was that it was like where he opens the trunk and the guy fahak is in there <laughs> <laughs> just that is funny his name is fahak like you know fahak <laughs> yeah but what was it like calm the fahak down <laughs> It's just a great little throwaway line. It's just it's just funny, and he plays it. He plays it well because he's, he he plays it straight, which is good. He's like an eccentric guy, but he plays it straight. It's, it's great. What did you think of it?
1: Better than I thought it would be, because um, like you said, I think also the last films I've seen by Guy Ritchie were King Arthur and Man from Uncle, and I didn't like either of those films. I really like this old stuff, like Snatch and um, what's called Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels which was a pleasant surprise to see that this movie kind of went back to those kind of films for sure i thought it was quite entertaining but i thought hugh grant's story arc kind of develops uh, more towards the end and in the beginning he's more of the narrator and i thought his story line and his way of narrating just kind of got boring after a while (laughs) it was just this kind of same five jokes that he repeated time after time just yeah. yeah
0: i can see what you're saying yeah but it's can you explain like the story because it's it's I, I'm struggling to, to explain like what um, it's about. Well, Hugh Grant
1: is a journalist who comes to the house of Charlie Hunnam, who is a henchman of F.U. McConaughey, who is a drug lord, and he says he has some information for him, and he kind of unfolds what he knows that could help his organization, Charlie Hunnam's, and what he tells him is kind of his version of the story. So he kind of gets gives a recap of what has happened, who Matthew McConaughey is and what has happened, including scenes where Charlie Hunnam is actually present. So he kind of stops and mid through his story sometimes and says, no, that's not how it actually happened. Because all you see is just Hugh Grant's version of the story.
0: Right. But I I have to admit, I struggled sometimes to keep up what was happening, what was real and what was like fictional. like In the story. But that's like also like something that can be seen as a negative in my opinion that you you can sort of like get lost in the story and don't really know what's going on mm-hmm. like in a bad way
1: yeah after the film was over
0: when I went to the bathroom
1: I met two people talk- uh, who were the same um, movie as we movie as we were and they said the same thing that they just couldn't keep up at times yeah. with what was going on especially when you go into the sneak and you do not know about the film you know nothing in advance you just go in and just see the story unfold you get quite easily confused right
0: i think maybe we're just too stupid but
1: and it's not a complicated story just a very uh, rapid succession of scenes and if you're not keeping up or just tired right you easily get lost
0: i agree but i think like the movie seems to be doing quite well mm-hmm. and um, critics seem to love it and it's sort of back to form for, for guy Ritchie, which as you said it's sort of back going back to what he did in the early 2000s and mm-hmm. late 90s or whatever and um i think it's it's great to see him do the kind of stuff that he was that he is famous for because he does it quite well i yeah. think and it's it's listen if, you, if you're if a crime fan and it's it's got a lot of humor in it as well i think it's it's a it's a solid recommendation i think it's 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 going to come out i think it's, it comes out maybe this week or next week yeah.
1: i think it's not a great film but if you're into action movies or just kind of uh more of a casual thing to watch with a couple of friends for that it's great. Yeah. I wouldn't say I don't know if you're alone at home and want something great to watch. Maybe not this. Yeah. In my opinion, but if you're going for a kind of nice chill evening with I don't know, a beer and some popcorn, perfect move for that.
0: Yeah. I agree it's like a fun film to watch with friends. So, have you seen any anything else like new or anything old you've seen recently that you want want to talk something about? Something
1: very new that I've seen which is new everywhere. Because the Netflix film released in 2020 is Horse Girl. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard about it. Yeah. yeah. Um. Alison Brie, Alison Brie. Yeah. It's a very, very <laughs> weird see. indie film. It's very hard to explain what the film's actually about
0: without giving anything away. Judging from, from your facial expression, you didn't love it though, right? Is it, no, is it good? I didn't
1: love it. Uh, I, f- I think it's very hard to watch at times.
0: Because it's, it's about very, like a. Uh, a schizophrenic girl is it or someone with like a yes, personality kind of okay
1: i don't want to say too much because i think half the experience of this film is just figuring out what's going on okay and i had no idea what i was getting into the description was i think a girl who's seeing vision yeah visions and it's kind of a vague description and It's called Horse Girl because apparently she really loves horses or one specific horse who she keeps visiting and the people at the ranch want her to just leave them alone because apparently the horse uh, belonged to her a few years ago but no longer just keeps coming back and she just seems like uh, very socially incompetent which makes it very uncomfortable to watch a whole lot of scenes and I think the movie is like I don't know 140, 150 one hour 40 minutes yeah it took me close to three hours to actually finish it wow but I do pause it quite a it few times it saying something for you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, you you don't usually you don't usually pause films do
1: you well when I watch them on Netflix I do sometimes okay. it very much depends if it's And know was a great film and it's supposed to be watched in one go like I don't know The Irishman I did watch in one go, but uh, no films like, like that. If I just it just gets too uncomfortable, <laughs> like to just stop it for like ten minutes, get something to eat, then resume watching.
0: But why do you why do you why do you feel like The Irishman is something that you you're supposed to watch in one go as a, compared to The Horse Girl?
1: I'm, no, I think they're both meant to be watching in one go, as probably every movie is. Except, <laughs> except maybe if it has an what's it called intermezzo, sure. intermission.
0: Um, (laughs) but are there movies on Netflix with with intermissions I
1: don't know are there last movie I
0: saw with an intermission was Hateful Eight yeah Uh, like the last new one obviously there's a couple of old ones that I've seen in cinemas with intermissions but
1: there was I don't know Irishman is by Martin Scorsese whom I'm a big fan of and I just when I watch this movie I want the full experience
0: because you want to be drained by the end you want to be exhausted yeah like, like don't want to be enjoy You don't want to enjoy it anymore. You just want to be, want it to be <laughs> over, <laughs> as he intended it.
1: Uh, uh, like who was it? It's Steve Martin?
0: No, I don't know what you're gonna say. Rock.
1: I love. I really loved the first season of.
0: Oh, that was such a good joke. I think Irishman. it was Steve Martin. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. yeah. Oh, but mm-hmm. he, he like the first two guys who walked out on the, mm-hmm. at the Academy Awards were Steve Martin and Chris Rock, and they had some good jokes. Yeah. yeah. And Steve Martin said that he enjoyed he, 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 Yeah He told Martin Scorsese He was in the audience That he really enjoyed The first season of The Irishman mm-hmm. Which is You know Because it's such a long film It's good But yeah Have you seen um, Last last week we, um, Last week I talked about uh, The show Taskmaster mm-hmm. And after we recorded that session uh, Like five hours later You came to me And you, you told me That you watched five episodes so what, what can you what can you tell tell us about that show? Have you continued watching that? I
1: finished season three. <laughs> okay, and uh, on YouTube right now, uh, season four. I think only the first two or three episodes are live. Yep. So I'm waiting until the season finishes. and I'm gonna keep watching. <laughs> uh, I I loved it, especially the first season. But after watching like the second and the third, it got a little repetitive. Okay. I think I just watched it in too short a time. Yeah. Which just a problem I have. I I can't pace myself. <laughs> um, but I'm excited for season four because of uh, one of the guests who's going to star is one of uh,
0: the stars from the IT crowd. I don't think so. Oh, Noel Fielding. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, that took me a while. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's. Um, the, I know. Yeah. How far are you? And I've seen it all. Yeah. yeah, but I, funnily like all that's on YouTube, and funnily enough. I watched the last episode yesterday, and I didn't know that it was the last episode. So, of season mm-hmm. series four, I didn't know that there was no like. By is the, season four concluded on YouTube? No, no, no. Okay, that's what I am saying. Like, I didn't know that there was only th- there were only three episodes mm-hmm. of season four uh, on YouTube. So, by the time that we're recording this, there is only like three episodes, mm-hmm. and the fourth one will be released maybe today. I don't know, but I love it. it. What I failed to mention last week when we talked about it is that the contestants are all comedians. I think. That sort Except of in season two, where one is a producer. <laughs> it's like a, yeah, it's a running <laughs> gag, but he's also a comedian. Yeah. Yeah. But that's sort of... It, it's not like a game show where like random people from the street are contestants. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like comedians, and that makes the show really, really funny, yeah. in my opinion.
1: Which also made it kind of hard to transition from season to season, because when I watched season one, I really uh, fell in love with the guests. Like, they were just great. And then I uh, kind of getting used to the new... Uh, comedians was kind of weird, it,
0: but it only takes like two episodes, and yeah. I think then you're in love with the new contestants.
1: Although I have to say, I'm not a big fan of the contestants from season three. I think one and two were the best. Uh, were the best.
0: Season three was the one with who? Who's in that? Isn't is that with the with the Indian guy with the beard? Mm-hmm. Paul he Choudhury. was incredibly serious all the time. Right, but he was funny. I like I like, yeah. his, his demeanor. What was your favorite task?
1: That's, that's quite
0: a hard question. But I, I
1: think my favorite task was in season two, impress the mayor. <laughs> right, on <laughs> <laughs> the one guy just bought forty two on A couple of years was that
0: the second? I think you're right. Yeah, but that was like, he was such a great character, the mayor. Yeah, he was great. He, just his expressions alone made it funny. But um, I told I told you about the um, the potato challenge, mm-hmm. and I was sort of teasing that one the without first, spoiling it. Now, okay. but you know why that's a yeah, fantastic yeah. episode because of the uh, obviously that. You think it's over, but it's mm. not quite over yet. And his sort of expression is just genius. But as you said, because you said that you sort of get used to the to the contestants, I've I can maybe tease you. I hope you. Yeah, I think you're not gonna Please tease me. You're not gonna mind that I'm I'm gonna tell you this. But I think it's like series series five or six where they bring where the contestants are like the. The winners from the previous four. Okay. So you can you can sort of you bring back sort of the, the hall of famers.
1: Well, in season two, uh, the winner from season one makes a couple of guest appearances right. in the group challenges. He's,
0: yeah, he's one of my favorites. That's Josh Whitcomb, I okay. think, right? This one, yeah, and he, he he's coming back as well.
1: Okay. Uh, but I also heard that uh, there's an American remake, also starring Alex as the Is henchman, there? and it's supposed to be terrible.
0: I have not heard of this. Who's the host? You know. I don't know. No idea. It's out, yeah. So there's it's been
1: uh, supposedly like one or two seasons, That's but crazy. as I, I looked it up, and it's got terrible ratings.
0: Yeah, I, you can't, you can't, you can't remake everything. The yeah. Brits sort of know what they're doing, and the ho- the Taskmaster is great. Greg yeah. Davis, he he makes the show, I think. Right, so. um in a very short episode yeah we need to talk about something else um, well it's
1: alright because I have something great to talk about let's go the art exhibition <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> right so last week you talked about that you're gonna see a painting that's gonna be the best thing you've seen what have you that's seen just one painting Maybe. a whole lot of paintings a lot of paintings
1: um, yeah I went to the art exhibition and I took a flyer with me so I would remember the name and I've been carrying around this flyer for about a week in my jacket <laughs> <laughs> Looks kind of worn <laughs> and torn. Uh, anyway, it's called You and No. Sorry. Tradition. That's the film you talked about before. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry for my pronunciation of it. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great exhibition. It's the one where it rains all the time, right? Like the sunny girl. <laughs> <laughs> and then the people, the two, uh, two people switch. <laughs> Anyway, um, well, the <laughs> exhibition was made... <laughs> what is it called? Say it again. Ukiyo? Ukiyo? I don't know. Yeah, sure. Okay. What yeah. a Kuniyoshi Plus. Okay. Yeah. Kuniyoshi. Anyway. So... <laughs> Fifth anyway. And the exhibition was made uh, up out of two parts. The first one was <laughs> uh, kind of a... So excited to hear this. <laughs> Well, uh, it's based on um,
0: Japanese wood prints is that like, still going on that like, uh, exhibition no, it, no, will, like... it
1: ended on uh, February 16th
0: alright sorry I'm, I'm, I'm gonna stop interrupting you go on thank you <laughs>
1: <laughs> so um, it was, the exhibition was made up into two parts the first one was kind of a modern uh, inter- in, uh, interpretation of the art and then the second part was a more traditional uh, room or a gallery, and in the more tradition you saw uh, prints from and I think the 1800s from Kuniyoshi and another artist.
0: These are in things that you were looking forward to. Yeah,
1: yeah. I really love uh, Japanese medieval art and history, so I thought it was great to see and a lot of uh fun facts to learn because when I go to an exhibition I read all the cards of quality information and then I look at the painting again and then I move from painting to painting it takes me forever (laughs) you've been there for a week (laughs) which was great so if you loved that um, it would have been a great exhibition for you or maybe you have seen and the second part which was really cool which was kind of the hook for uh, marketing for this uh, exhibition was the modern interpretation which was by Andrew Archer, I think his name was. And he made these paintings or prints of first um, bands and basketball players. So basketball players like uh, Kobe Bryant or uh, Magic Johnson, I think, or, I don't know, Shaq. Right. And he kind of took their uh, nicknames, what they're known for, mm-hmm. and made a visual represent. Re- uh, repres- <laughs> Presentation of that representation, no?
0: Sure. Yeah. A visual representation, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So. <laughs> but this was like after that, yeah. this, is, this has nothing to do with Kobe passing away now. No, this no. was like.
1: Not as far re- as I'm aware. She okay. must have made this way before then. Um, Yeah, because the exhibition is live uh, since October. Okay. Yeah. And so, for example, Kobe Bryant, I think, is called, uh, called the Black Cobra or something like Mamba. that. Black Mamba. Uh, and so he made him as a snake or uh, I don't know what the basketball player was called he's called the king
0: LeBron James
1: yeah <laughs> so he um, painted him as the shogun he was the ruler of Japan uh, and so on which was really cool great art and the bands for example he did uh, David Bowie with a mythical creature or kiss or that he sounds interesting did uh free prince of what's it called Jared Leto Leto hmm yeah. Okay. Really cool. If you want to see, for example. So.
0: Well, I would have loved to have seen it, but it's over now. It
1: is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it took me quite a while to actually see the. Yeah. But it was also
0: very expensive. Yeah. yeah Who did you go with? La Okay.
1: It was the same day or the same other day after we saw Wedding with you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, talking about th- movies we're going to see, t- uh, today is going to be a Sneak again anything you're hoping for it's gonna come out in the next couple of weeks
0: I honestly have no idea what's coming out like there's um...
1: because a movie we might get to see in the sneak today might be Top- uh, Harriet about Harriet Tubman which we actually saw before the Oscars began
0: right Although, I think it's like but I think I remember them them saying that it's gonna come out in like two months okay so I'm hoping it's not gonna be the case that it's in the sneak today
1: what did you think of Harriet
0: well, I wasn't excited to see it because the the reviews were qu- qu- quite like mediocre. Mediocre. Thank you. That's a good word. And um it that just sort of made me like you know, I went into it with low expectations mm. and I thought it was I thought it was fine. It's 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 a you know, it's obviously a story that it's deserving to be told as well mm. as I mentioned last week with Bombshell, but um I thought she was good Cynthia Erivo she was good and I can understand why she was nominated but the movie as a whole sort of didn't really do it for me it was it felt like a movie that I've seen a couple of times before Mm. but I think you guys enjoyed it right
1: I thought it was pretty cool I
0: enjoyed it is obviously you know I'm I'm sorry it's it's a tough story of
1: course I think it's uh, it's a cool story to tell I think Cynthia Erivo was great I loved her performance but my problem with the film was the other performances because apart from her I felt it was quite weak at times. Okay. And I wasn't just... I wasn't very interested in the other characters apart from her. But what I really enjoyed about it is... um, Like, in the third third or something of the movie, um, she says that she um, has visions of God. And then she describes that she had an accident when she was a child. But she doesn't think those things are kind of associated. But kind of gives a kind of explanation to what you see because if they did not mention this at that point in the movie it would just seem like something supernatural is going on which you can choose to believe or if you want you can just all right the more probable explanation is which uh, historians believe is more um, probably true is that she had uh suffered a bit of drain uh, brain damage when she was younger mm-hmm. which gave her visions Made her hear voices, which she interpreted as the voice of God. That's interesting. That's an I hadn't
0: hadn't quite put that together that way that it could be brain damage. mm -hmm. But those things like completely took me out of the film Mm -hmm. because I like she wants to cross like a river. Mm -hmm. She gets like a vision of God, and then God tells her to cross the river at this section.
1: But apparently that happened. And in in the movie, when she actually meets the guy and a free slaves organization or something like that. Um, she so tells him about the incident and you then see him write something down and he writes some possible
0: brain damage. Right, right. I know. Mm. Fair point. Mm. Now, we, I remember that, now, you, now that you're saying that, but um, it's still, to me, how the movie portray- portrayed those visions, it felt to me like it was her talking to God. You, mm-hmm. you, it's, you can obviously justify that by saying it's brain damage, fair enough, but the way that the movie showed those scenes, it really sort of took me out of the film. I don't, It's difficult. Maybe that's like a stupid thing to say because it's obviously can be interpreted in many different ways but it it sort of took me out every single time that happened and and another thing about this film is like whenever you tell a story about someone truly remarkable like Harriet Tubman I had goosebumps at the end but that's sort of like I don't want to say that you know it's, those, it's the usual biopic um, formula of at the end like text comes up on the screen and it tells you everything about her and her achievements Mm -hmm. and stuff and i got goosebumps back then when that happened because it's a remarkable achievement and she's a remarkable person but i don't want to sort of praise the film for that because you can have any you can have any film and then at the end you tell me what that person did yeah yeah so it's sort of in my i don't want to call it cheap because obviously i don't think they were going for it but it sort of felt like you're telling a story which would then at the end it sort of ends on this high about this person and her achievements and you've just seen that on the screen and i would have had the same experience maybe if i just read that on a piece of paper mm-hmm. that's my two cents on the area but yeah i don't <laughs> it's, it's a decent film i think
1: i think it's great just to see her, her performance yeah i enjoyed it
0: very much she was one if you don't know her she was in bad times at the el royale which was a fun little film that came out a couple of years ago
1: also great film to watch with friends just like gentlemen yeah a bit tougher subject but uh, it's a great That's the whole cult thing yeah
0: Yeah. that was one of those films I was super excited about and sort of let me down as well (laughs) but it's still fun it's a fun Mm -hmm. film to watch for sure yeah but what else could be coming out like anything you're looking forward to in the next couple of of weeks
1: Uh, I haven't really given much thought the most films I've been excited to see were Oscar contenders which I think we've all seen maybe Richard Jewell would be cool
0: we've seen a, we, uh, there's a couple missing like uh, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood
1: yeah well, when is that coming th- out in I th- April
0: I think so yeah. yeah I think that's quite late as well
1: I mean like the big movie seasons probably over and well still oh
0: here we go so Just Mercy is one of those films that's coming out that's oh, a film that I've yeah. seen in, in Toronto and I love that film That I think that's coming out like uh, next week and That's a And there's a high probability yeah. of that being, that would being be cool in the snake, yeah, yeah, it's a good film, and um, Richard Jewell, as you said, and a couple of a couple of others, Waves. I don't know if that's coming. Out. Waves. Oh, i heard it was amazing. it's Supposed to be good, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know if that has a, as, as a, an Austrian release, but I, I, mean, I would hope so. But Just Mercy, that um, maybe that maybe we're going to see that one. It's going to be an interesting one. I think you're no. going to like that. It's like a lawyer drama mm-hmm. about with Michael B. Jordan, and Jamie.
1: I'm not a huge fan of uh, uh, courtroom dramas Yeah, I love them.
0: And, it's uh, one of my favorite genres, dude. But yeah, it's, um,
1: i mean i always kind of get carried away at times because there's always that scene when the person who's defending someone who's innocent and he kind of screams and i was like right. oh my god tell him tell him <laughs> yeah but yeah but i think it's also kind of an easy thing to do because just he's saying all the things you want to say to people who i don't know if it's uh like um what's it called To kill a mockingbird, and you know, kind of, he's innocent, and he's there, he tells him off. You kind of get excited in the moment because just kind of cool to see someone tell those kind of people off. Right. It's an easy thing to do, kind of.
0: I was going to say that, yeah. That's a bash to kill a mockingbird. (laughs) King Bash, a classic. But, um, now that I've, I've mentioned that Harriet thing with mm. the credits at the end, not the credits but like the the, the the additional information, it's very similar in Just Mercy that it just at the end it's not a spoiler by any means. It's just at the end you get like information presented like text on the screen, and that just really worked for me. To I, I it, yeah, I think, and I can't quite explain why that is something that I'm not like criticizing about Just Mercy because it's the same formula. It's just I think that the film as a whole sort of, um, it sort of deserves or the ending is sort of be careful <laughs> no, no 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 But I, th- I just think what's the word i think it sort of earns that ending that's what I, that's what i was trying to say a bit more than uh harriet i haven't seen
1: just mercy no, uh con and dad. Yep. yeah so yeah right. um another episode in the books <laughs> right thank you for listening um so if you want to see any new movies, I don't know if Wedding with You is still playing. Gentleman is coming out soon, and if you want to reach us, we now have a Twitter account at Best Thing Radio. We hope we're gonna check in regularly. I think it's more gonna be thing because I do not know how to do anything with social media. I don't have Twitter, Facebook, or whatsoever. Well, you do now. I do now. My first <laughs> Twitter account. I'm so proud.
0: Yeah. So if you if you want to follow us there, you can you can. Look that up on, on Twitter, as you said, mm-hmm. best thing radio and um yeah, once again, thank you for for all your feedback and thank you for listening to this week's episode and um yeah, we hope you enjoyed it, and um we'll see you next week, bye.